Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Lisa Pizik Show, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizik. Hello, hello, Lisa Pizik here, and thank you for tuning in to the next episode of the Lisa Pizik Show. In this episode, I want to talk about the seamless flow that needs to happen with all of the content and copy that you put out in your business. Now, to review, that content and copy means the words that you're speaking to the people, to your potential clients, to your audience, to your current clients when you want them to make another purchase, the way that you're educating them and engaging with them, it has to have a seamless flow throughout many of the pieces that you put out. Because when you don't have that, people get confused and that's where the buck stops. That's where they say no, they don't buy, they don't dig deeper, they don't listen, they tune out. When you can think about the world and just your day-to-day between road signs and social media and the radio and the television and other people, we are just constantly being hit with marketing messages 24-7. And if you're not holding people's attention, if any piece is off, they're going to move on to that next person or product or service that is catching their attention. And we don't want that because that means less clients and less sales. But this is an important concept that people don't realize. And I am victim of it. I had to learn this the hard way that my messaging throughout all my platforms sometimes wasn't the same. And I didn't even realize that it was causing a disconnect because when I was creating something, I was kind of siloing it in, here's the email, here's the Facebook post, here's the landing page or the opt-in, here's the thank you page or the cart page, here's this webinar language. And really, they all have to be created with the same messaging and the same stuff throughout. And Eric and I, now that we, my husband, now that we have joined our services together, this is new, probably within the last eight months, let's say about six, eight months, where we have a team underneath us. We do done-for-you services. I handle all the copy and the content, and he handles all the design. And we have our teams underneath us that I'm the last pass at all the content. He's the last pass at all the design and imagery and lead generation and all of that goodness. And we, because we are a higher ticket item, because we have a team, we do it for you, it gets done timely and professional, and the best people in the world are on our team. I truly believe that. It's expensive. And sometimes we have a lot of people that say, well, let's cut out this piece of it because our internal house team can do that. And what happens is when you get too many cooks in the kitchen that aren't all speaking the same language, that's where the gaps happen. And a lot of times we see this where people will have one Facebook ad person, a different copywriter, a different designer, a different graphic designer, a different web specialist, a different strategist, And it just gets really confusing when everybody isn't on the same page. 
So it's really important that all your people and your team are on the same page if you have one, or if you're a one man or one woman show, which is totally fine because that's how Eric and I both started for a long time. It's making sure that you're not siloing these projects and you're looking at every piece of it. And anytime you run a campaign, a webinar campaign, a launch, that's the kind of analytical data that you want to look at and you want to pull. Like where did people, if they didn't buy, if they didn't get to the end goal to become a client and to buy, where did they abandon themselves in the process? Was it they loved the ad, but then they didn't convert on the landing page? Was it they loved the ad and they loved the landing page, but then they didn't actually take the offer? So something maybe on the landing page was off. Or maybe they bought your offer and now you did an upsell and you are a cross-sell and you offered them something else and they didn't take it. So maybe it was the thank you page that didn't convert. And you're looking at all of that to make sure that everything matches. So it's kind of a no-brainer. That number one, from the design side, everything has to look the same. I remember the first time in my business when I was learning how to set up ClickFunnels, the mentor gave us already kind of done for you funnels, but we weren't really sure how to like edit it and make it our own. So and the, the messaging that we got was, don't worry about it. You know, done is better than perfect. Just get it up there and go with it. But it was really difficult when, for me, I had this beautiful website. Because back at the time, my husband was, you know, really just kind of focusing on graphic design and websites. We were just getting into learning about ClickFunnels. This was like, you know, five or so years ago, learning about ClickFunnels and Kajabi and all of those places where you can have Carta, which is out now, all those places where you can have landing pages. We're just learning about that whole process. So we were like, well, let's go with it because we don't know really how to fix it yet. And we want to get something up and we want to get it out. But my logo was so beautiful. It was beautiful pastels and just very like elegant and gold and just elegant, rich looking logo and website and just, you know, beautiful messaging. And then you got to these landing pages and they were legit like red, white, and blue star spangled banner, just like bad. Right. And what happens is the person goes from beautiful website, beautiful Facebook ad, beautiful social media to this landing page that looks nothing like where they just came from. And their first thought is, uh-oh, I've either been taken to the wrong place, I'm being spammed, this isn't legit, and they're out. So, you know, sometimes when we work with startup entrepreneurs, they're not really our target demographic. We like the more seasoned, you know, people that are in there and have some of that beginning branding and design done for them already. It's like, don't skip the beginning, the, the branding and the logo and the colors People are like, yeah, yeah, we've got people that, you know, we found somebody for $100 that can do that. And we're like, oh, dear God. You know, we found somebody on Fiverr that can do it for 20 bucks. And there probably are very talented, amazing people that maybe will do it for that. But that hasn't been what we've seen. It's like, we're going to do the website for you, but then you're going to get somebody else to do the logo. Plunking a really poorly designed logo on a really beautifully designed website is like an eyesore. So sometimes you got to go back and think, 
you know, if we're going to be, let's say $500 for that, and you found somebody that can do it for, you know, 250 or a hundred bucks, it's like, is that $250 really in the long run saving you? Because it's not. When you look at the long term play of it, it's an investment in the lifetime of your business or until you decide that you want to change it and you want something to look differently or you're rebranding or you're rejoining something and it's, you know, shifting and molding. So pinching pennies isn't always the best thing when you're trying to make something look really beautiful or just look, look incredibly professional and accurately describe you and the quality of service that you want to deliver. Because you know with branding basics, you know, you've got the like, McDonald's kind of branding and then you've got the like really high-end steakhouse you know kind of branding you got Payless shoes and you've got Nine West shoes or Jimmy Choo shoes and that's not to say one is better than the other but somebody who's shopping at Payless probably is not going to be shopping at Jimmy Choo maybe but not the norm right somebody who loves McDonald's probably isn't going to a high-end steakhouse So you want to make sure that your design is attracting the kind of person that you want to have in your business. Number two, when we're looking at the copy and the language, the same promise that you are promising them or saying that when you buy this course, when you buy this program, when you work with me, this is the pain we're going to overcome. This is the aspiration we're going to have. We're going to have more money. We're going to have, we're going to lose weight. We're going to have more time. We're going to be less stressed. We're going to sell our house faster. We're going to fall in love with ourselves again. Uh, We're going to find a husband or a, you know, a wife that's perfectly suited for us. Like whatever your promise is, we're going to have a dog that listens. We have a child that listens or whatever it is, right? You have to make sure that that same promise is accurately depicted or accurately communicated. That's the word I want to communicated through everything through your Facebook ads and the sequence of how they go. If you're not running ads through your Facebook post or your Facebook live to your then website, to your then landing page, to the then cart page, or if it's direct to sale, you know, then the thank you page, or if it's just on the website as a direct to sale to that sale page, that cart item, to your email sequences. It all has to be speaking the same thing because if it's fluffy or if it's too vague or if it's left that people don't understand, they're not going to buy. And then the last piece of that is making sure that, again, we talked about that team, that everybody understands what the goal is, what the option A and option B are because the campaigns that convert the best are the ones that go, I want the user to do this. I want them to download this free gift. If they don't, where do they go if they don't? What's the B option? I want them to take this quiz. If they don't take this quiz, where else are they going? I want them to buy this thing, this product, this group coaching program, this course. If they don't buy it, then I'm going to downsell. I'm going to offer them an ebook or a continuity program or a one-off coaching call or three-off coaching call or something else. So you always have to know what that right next step is 
so that you're speaking to that and you, you know the strategy. Because again, I'm a business strategist and people say, well, I have this course and I have this continuity membership and I have this book and I go live on social media and I have this YouTube and I send these emails and I have this newsletter. And I'm like, great, what are you leading them to? And they're like, I'm not, I'm just putting out content. And no, not all content is created equal. If you are selling something or you want to make an offer, then your content needs to be leading them or like we say seeding them you're planting that seed about where you want to lead them to so if i am trying to get someone to opt into our lead generation sales booster program i'm going to be agitating the pain point on youtube my newsletter my facebook lives my emails LinkedIn articles, like podcast, blog, all those ways that I reach people, I'm going to be agitating the fact that they've maybe spent a whole crap load of money and have never had a converting Facebook ad or a winning Facebook ad. They've maybe broke even or been negative. I'm going to be talking about a chat bot as we offer that as part of the service and how that artificial intelligence will be like a 24 seven call center for you, a 24 seven information giver for you. So you can have Mother's Day, which was just yesterday, and be answering people's needs without having to answer people's needs and be there in person, how you're capturing those leads. And if you don't have a chat bot, you're not staying current with the technology and the, the items that are there to help you do business faster and more efficient. I'm going to be agitating ugly design and how ads don't convert when they're ugly or when they get rejected from Facebook because they have too much text on them or they make the wrong promise. And I'm going to be showing the value of how we have team members that we have graphic designers, we have copywriters, we have Facebook ad guy, we have an analytics guy. Like we've got this team in place that not only gives you the best bang for your buck, but gets you up and running quickly and creates winners for you so that more eyeballs can get on your products and programs. And I'm going to be, sharing how if you've already got a winner in warm market, well, what's that next level for you? It's to get it out to cold market. And it can take a lot of time understanding cold market traffic, retargeting. You may not know all of that or our team just does it for you. So I'm going to be talking about all of that content when at the very end I can say, and if any of this stumped you or you don't have any of this, that's where you should go and demo with our sales booster team. And we'll walk you through exactly what we do and the benefits of why you should do something like this. So it's not just random content being thrown out. There is a strategy behind that. And so many people miss the seamless flow of design, the seamless flow of content, and the strategy behind the campaigns and the things they want to put out. And I did it for so many years. I never saw it that way as they're all pieces of the pie. It's one pie, but they're all pieces of it. They're not all separate pies. And I want you to start looking at your business like that. So if you're scratching your head and you're going, God, I don't, I, you're right. I'm spending a lot of time. I'm spending a lot of money. I'm just not looking at this the right way. That's where you need to get on a strategy call with Eric and I. That's where you get 15 minutes complimentary free where we can look at all of this. We can look at your copy and content. We can look at your design. We can look at your strategy if you have one or not. And we are so 
able to identify the gaps so quickly for you because our eyeballs and our brains and our ears are trained to do that because we've worked with so many clients and we've done it ourselves, right? That's kind of what you are when you're an entrepreneur or a business owner. You're trying to fix the problem that you probably had and you don't want other people to make that same problem or you're trying to tell them what to avoid or what to do so it doesn't cost them as much time, money, and energy as it cost you. And that's exactly what we do. So if you head to www.lisapizik.com, that is where you can, at the bottom of every single page, you can book a strategy call with us for free. And we'll see if we're a right fit. So uh, we'll send you out a, an email from that quiz and you can kind of see where you fall. And if you're a right fit, then we hop on that strategy call together. And I want to offer that to you because if you're here, if you listen to the end, then I'm 100% sure that, actually I shouldn't say that, I'm 99% sure that you are the right fit. That last 1% is you have to be willing to be coached. Because sometimes we get on, on, I don't even know why sometimes people book these calls because they'll get on and they're, they're thin, like they're just not working. They're can't, they are broke or they are not able to bust through. They're in that comfortable zone and they're not able to bust through to that next level yet. They're arguing all the reasons why they can't bust through that next level. And Eric and I are just going, no, you're not. You're so tied to your, because you've put in so much time, energy, and money, you're so tied to this is the way it has to be. And you're not realizing that sometimes you just got to tweak a little bit or sometimes you got to scrap it and you got to start over. And that's a pain that's hard to hear sometimes. But if you've been mismatching and slapping stuff together and it's not working, and sometimes people say to us like, how much would it cost for you to you know, clean up the work that someone else did? And we're like, if it's working, we could clean it up, I'm sure. But if it's not working, why? Just scrap it. I'm sorry you spent X amount of money, but it's like lesson learned. We've all done that where we've hired mentors and we've hired service providers and we've invested and we haven't gotten what they promised. And that's one of the reasons that fuel Eric and I to be the best and to be better and to deliver what we say because we've been burned and our, some of our clients have as well. And that's just a tough, tough entrepreneurship is hard enough some days that you don't need that heartbreak in the mix of it. So get on, book that call. I'll see you there. And as always, thank you for tuning in to the Lisa Pizik show, www.lisapizik.com. Make sure you head there to look at all my goodies and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to The Lisa Pizik Show. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.